We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you and welcome to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Kevin Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And today we'll be talking about the films Nonstop, The Monuments Man, The Wind Rises, Three Days to Kill, and DC Justice League War. Right now I'm with Jerry and Brianna on the new upcoming film, Nonstop. How are you doing, Jerry? Pretty good. How about you? Fantastic. And how was your morning, Brianna? It was fantabulous. How was yours? Really good. And it's <laughs> wet here in California. So... I absolutely love this film. For the people that haven't seen this film, can um, you, Brianna, tell us a story? Yes, I shall. Well, basically, Nonstop is about an air marshal, Bill Marks, played by Liam Neeson. So if you don't know what an air marshal is, they go on the planes, and it's like a policeman for a plane. They just basically make sure that everything is going correctly and that no one's getting out of line. So he's on an international flight from New York to London, and he receives text messages from someone he does not know with very specific demands. And he thinks it's a joke at first, but then he's like, okay, I'm scared that I'm scared that this will actually happen. And the passengers on this flight are in danger because the person that texted him said, every 20 minutes, someone will die if you don't give me $150 million, I believe. And so it's really crazy, and he's trying to figure out who did it. And when did you say he's looking nonstop for this? Yes, <laughs> nonstop looking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's so far an ingenious plot because it's you're 30,000 feet in the air, and there's a yeah. killer on a plane. No one can hear you scream in the air. <laughs> no one can hear you scream. <laughs> and I love this film, and we have so many great characters in this um, movie, especially since it's sort of a mystery. Jenny, what did you think about the acting? I love the acting. <clears throat> I love the acting. Everybody did fantastic. And Brianna, I think they were actually from somewhere around Great Britain. Because it was a British airplane, but that's just a little side note. Anyway, the acting was stupendous. I mean, Neil Leeson, he did Beyond Belief, and he played an air marshal who needed to protect these people, but at the same time, they thought he was a terrorist. It's kind of hard to do that, but he managed it. Yeah, well, yeah, the, when he's looking for this um, anonymous character, everyone's starting to think, okay, he's he's gone crazy, and he seems to be hijacking the plane, so nobody is on his side, except for maybe one character, Jen Summers, played by Julian Moore. And so it, that's another twist in there for this character, who is trying hard as he can. We have a wonderful little mystery, and especially between the dialogue of these characters, uh, what did you think about the screenplay, Brianna? The screenplay, I think it was very good. I think that the the way it flowed, I thought it was good because at one moment you were like, oh my gosh, she did it. And another moment you're like, oh my gosh, she did it. But throughout the whole time, it just felt like every scene and picture and and the movement of the camera felt realistic, like at that moment, you would be looking at this person if that happened. If you would be looking at that person if that happened. I just felt they were dedicated to each character. 
there were, especially since if we since every person on the plane is a suspect, yep. we don't know who to trust. <laughs> and Jerry, uh, this was a very suspenseful film. Did you think it was really suspenseful? Did you did you find yourself on the edge of your seat? You know what? I found me more on the edge of the seats. After the movie was over, Kiefer, I could barely walk out of the theater. It was that suspenseful and that insane. And it's extremely rare to see that movies. I've seen maybe one or two movies that had that taste to it. And it's hard to do manage it. So the suspense was perfect. And at times I was in a hole in my seat. At other times I was at the edge of my seat. And it was just fantastic. Yeah. When I said I was on the edge of my seat, um, my mom said the exact opposite. She says, no, I was in my seat because I was too afraid to get even close to the screen. <laughs> and we have fant- we have an um, interesting mystery here, Brianna. And would you say that it was a very good mystery or did you think it was just kind of Scooby-Doo-ish? <laughs> The mystery, like, okay, so when people went into the plane or when people were in the, I guess, the waiting area for the plane, um, I was like, no, she did it. He did it. He's going to do it. No, she's going to do it. And I I picked, like, 20 suspects. So, like, half the people on the plane were suspects to me. But um, at the end, I was all like, whoa, never saw that coming. And for the longest time, I thought it was uh, the girl... It was Jen Summers. Mm-hmm. I thought it was her for the longest time, played by Julianne Moore. Yeah. But I was just like, she's too innocent and stuff. So, but it was it was very mystical. <laughs> no one's too innocent in a film like this. <laughs> yes. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host Keith Blakesley, and I'm your co-host Brianna Hopiton. And today we are talking about the films Nonstop, The Monuments Men, The Wind Rises, Three Days to Kill, and Justice League War. Now, right now, I'm still talking with Jerry and Brianna on the movie Nonstop. And now we said, and now Brianna was telling us she had like 20 suspects <laughs> for this whole film. And we have, to, and we're saying like there's no one is completely safe, especially in a film like this. Yeah. And Jerry, there's quite a bit of action here, and since it is in a plane. It was it, it was a difficult task to make sure the uh, the action was fluent and you could see what's happening. What did you think of the action? Wow, I did not expect anything like that to happen in a plane. Even from the commercials, you can see. Wait, this happened in a plane. <laughs> but when you actually see the movie, I'm not gonna spoil anything. But some pretty big things happen on the plane and. It includes warfare, fighting, and you're thinking, wait, this is happening over a plane over the Atlantic Ocean. What is going on? And the action fit perfectly. They didn't do crazy stuff like people had sniper rifles or machine guns or shields, but they still had action that could actually happen on the plane. And I I felt like it was fluent, and it was a hard task because it is in a plane, so it the tight wide-angle lenses did kind of interfere sometimes, but that just builds up the tension and suspense even more, and it gets really uncomfortable. Yes. And that's the whole point of the film, is to be uncomfortable. True. And with this whole film, is there anything that you would change in this film, Brianna? Okay, I really like the whole film. I did. But it's like, in the you know how in the bathroom where... Uh, Bill Marks and Kyle Rice, who's the other federal agent marshal type guy, they fight in the um, bathroom. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I have no idea what's going on because it's such a small space and they have to show both sides of the both sides of the fight. So it's like I I had no idea what was going on until I'm well, until later in that scene, if you know what I mean. Um, I had no idea what was going on. I didn't know who had the upper hand. I didn't. I just saw a bunch of fists flying and stuff like that. And also with the other, I think it was the other scene where they all ganged up on Bill. Um, well, some of the passengers ganged up on Bill. It was yes. like this crazy 
crazy little thing and I couldn't I couldn't see what was going on so I just I mean well that's to be expected I guess because it did it is in a plane and it has to be confined to a plane and has to be confined to a little bathroom and a little area so I guess they did it well I just was very confused at who was winning and not yeah but again you can kind of dislike it is in a plane and you understand that it would be hard to do but they knew that that was going to happen so they tried their best they tried their best it's effort. But one thing I would kind of change is that you have the phone. It would be hilarious if Neil Neeson actually called the number that texted him and says, like, I don't know who you are. I don't, I, but I have an undeniably set of skills. And if you do not find my, if you don't bring up my daughter, I'm like, oh, sorry, wrong movie. Oh, sorry. Wrong <laughs> movie. <laughs> Force of habit. <laughs> but, Different cast. Yeah. And why I, Maybe it's said in the movie, maybe I missed that part, that he can't call the number because it's blocked. I could have missed that, but I'm thinking, why not call them? Yeah, that, I mean, now that I think about it, I'm just like, why didn't you just call the number? All right. So, Jerry, um, how many stars would you give this film? You know, I would definitely give it five out of five stars because this really wasn't action-packed. And also, I think the reason they couldn't call the numbers because the hacker that was doing it made it on purpose to block the number. So it's like, there's no number. It's invisible. Well, there we go. That answers my question. And, Rihanna, would you, what age range would you give this film? I, this age range, I give it 13 to 19, and anyone who loves action and suspense and stuff like that, because, I mean, 18 to, I mean, 13 to 18. Sorry, numbers mixed up. Um, I just, because there was a lot of, there was a lot of, like, not a lot, but there was a little bit of profanity, and, like, the action was very, very intense. And there were powerful moments, there were intense moments, and I don't think younger kids would be able to handle that. So, yeah. I almost didn't handle it, and I'm 14, but shh, I didn't tell you. <laughs> we didn't hear it on here. Yep. Well, it's, well, thank you so much, guys, for, te- for telling me about the film. You guys, really check it out. It's in theaters February 28th. Fantastic suspense film. Let's yeah. take a break. I'm your co-host, Kiefer Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna hope You're listening to Voice America Kids. Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN. Or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. 
The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Eton. And I'm your co-host, Kiefer Blakesley. And you are listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we are just talking about nonstop, and we are reviewing the films Monuments Men, The Wind Rises, DCU Justice, Justice League War, and Three Days to Kill. So right now, we are speaking with Kiefer about Monuments Men. And can you tell us just a little bit about this film, Kiefer? Of course. Well, this film is based off true events that happened during the closing of World War II where Nazi troops steal art from all over Europe. So, um, Lieutenant Frank Stokes, played by George Clooney, who also directs and writes this with this um, screenplay, was also Grant Heslow. And they assemble an unlikely team of architects, um, curators, and many art historians to enter into Germany and take back the art for the right, rightful owners. So it is an action-packed, a very... Um, uh, and a film that teaches us about the human achievements. Mm. See, that sounds like uh, this TV show I watched, and I was just like, whoa, TV show. Anyway, <laughs> George Clooney, Matt Damon, and Murray are starring in this film. How do you think their acting is performed? Wonderful. In fact, when I saw this trailer, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, we got Bill, we've got John Goodman, oh my gosh, it's going to be great. Although, that kind of set them back, too. That's my only little problem with this film was the casting. Not that they're bad. In fact, they're wonderful. I love these characters so much. I love George Clooney as an actor and director. I love Bill. But since these are very well-known actors, and this is based off true events, they don't become the characters. Because they don't... I looked up the actual monuments, man. They look really nothing like the actual pe- people that actually fought in for what they love, which is art. They... I, the personality-wise, again, it has to be characterized, characterized for the entertainment. But I just didn't see him as the people. And thats I just thought that was kind of a drawback for them. But they did fantastic. True. I mean, the, it's like a lot... Like, you can make a film, and it's like the actors are like the perfect actors. They can act really well in the scene, but they may not be... They may not look right, or they may not, they may not be the person that you would like them to be, but they're still, like, phenomenal actors. I don't yeah. think that's a word. But anyway, <laughs> George Clooney is one of the screenwriters of Monuments Men. Monuments Men. How is the storyline and the plot? I love the storyline because it does... It, most people didn't know about the story. And I like when they bring up... When film brings up a story that most people didn't hear about. I didn't know this behind-the-scenes look at World War II, pretty much, and how art. And that's when people think, well, what about when they're actually fighting in the war? I mean, what's good about art? And that, then they do bring up something that was the biggest point in this film that made this film very strong. There's this one line in there where he says, when you take away um, people, they'll still end up coming back. But when you take, a bit, take away people's achievements, we have nothing left. And I'm like, that's true. We live to create achievements, whether it's art, a film, or just making a family. That is human achievements. It's all about legacy. And art, to them in Europe, is their legacy. And if they lose that, they have nothing to show for it. Um, what you said right there, that was, like, extremely deep right there. So I'm going to just <laughs> clap for you right now. <laughs> that was deep, and I loved it. I'm, a, I'm like a surface deep person, if that makes sense. <laughs> You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna hope And I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we are reviewing the films Nonstop, Monuments Men, The Wind Rises, DCU Justice League War, and Three Days to Kill. So right now, we're speaking with Kiefer about Monuments Men. And we were just speaking about the screenplay and the achievements and how deep Kiefer can be. And so, yeah, I really like how you said that if you take away a person they can always come back but their achievements always they're just they're just crying right now but it's okay it's okay did you like the overall production because it seemed like you really did 
I did enjoy the overall production, especially with the story. It does talk about it. It is initially very lighthearted. I mean, they, they do show it's nothing like, oh, it's campy all, all the way through. They do show a lot of what really happened. And they even talk about some stuff. I think, wow, that's that's really cool. They talked about it, but they don't show it. They just let you visualize and think, yeah, because my favorite one of my favorite scenes in there is when he's talking to one of the Nazi troops and like, where'd you hide the art? And he and Frank Stokes says, I, I knew you, I, you, you were one of the people that actually ran, ran those camps. And I'm thinking, whoa, I hope that doesn't ruin the film and make that like really deep. But then they, but then he talks about, George talks about, well, George Clooney's character talks about how, well, I'm going to think about, I'm going to take my first cigar that I'm actually going to, this is my first cigar that I'm having. And then when I'm, after this war is over, I'm going to be at my cafe. I'm going to be reading the paper. I'm going to see that you are here and you were took to prison for what you've done. And then I'm just going to throw that paper away and never think of you again. And I'm thinking, oh, that was such a, it's a better, you have to see a scene that really think about it. It's really cool. It's very like, take that. <laughs> yeah, it's, I love how when movies don't have to show you things, they can just tell you and then your imagination can see what it's like. Like, if someone says, this happens, but they don't show you it, you can have your own imagination. It's like your version of what happened. Yeah. So, how's the wardrobe and makeup? Because it's like World War Two, and then the paintings and the art. Uh, well, I love the paintings. I'm unsure if they actually used, um, I believe they got really good art. There was some amazing art in here. I, I don't think it was the original art because I don't think they were able to get the actual Last Supper in yeah. this film. It's not that big of a budget, but... <laughs> and I love the costuming. They, they, it was certainly World War II. And I actually like the cinematography in here because they actually there was a lot of parts in Europe and, and um, Germany. It was some very good cinematography. And I have to say, I, I wish this was nominated for Best Original Score. Because mm -hmm. there was some really fun music. Because it was like it was kind of like um, Boy Scout style. Like they whistling like, uh. and it was. Really <laughs> well, you cool. can whistle. <laughs> oh, thanks, but it was really cool little music at the end. It made you feel like, oh, God bless America, <laughs> especially in this film. I'm gonna do something good for my country today. There you go. <laughs> so, how many stars do you give this film? I give this five out of five stars because this is actually a very good film. I understand my people may not find it as good, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't call it the worst war movie ever. In fact, I'll call it a very good war movie. Please check it out. More, more people need to really understand how good this film is. Yeah. And five out of five stars, that's me. <laughs> five out of five stars, yeah, because some people... They, like, critics, I'll just do that. Not all critics, but some critics. They watch movie, and yes. they'll be like, well, I didn't really like it. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't go see it, but I, I personally didn't like it. And there's some critics that are like, well, I didn't like it, so I don't want see it. And I'm just like, no, you, even if you didn't like it, you should still say, well, if you like this and this and this, then you should go see it. But I personally didn't like it, so I'm glad that you shared your opinion. <laughs> so <laughs> what age range do you give this film, Kiefer? Age range, about 12 to 18-year-olds, because there is some bloodshed, mm -hmm. especially in this kind of setting, and it really does, I don't feel, I feel like kids should kind of see this film, but it's not a, a film intended for kids. Mm -hmm. It is a war movie, and there, there must be, they must show some stuff like bloodshed and um, violence and stuff like that, so I feel like that's, that's the age range, and there is some smoking and some language in there, but yeah, that's um, 12 through 18 year olds. Yeah, because when you think about it, when you think about a war movie, you don't right away think of children and kids, <laughs> but some, like, some parents will be like, yeah, it's a war movie, but it's not warish <laughs> enough for my kid. It's not, like, too warish my kids so you just have to know your kid yeah. if you have any so <laughs> uh are there any morals or messages in this film more message again back to human achievements and i won't get too deep this time but <laughs> it's about how if you do lose your achievements then we have nothing we have nothing for our legacy yes. and again people are saying like if you're not in art you won't like this film 
I strongly disagree with that because mm-hmm. art in this film is the main focus and the main drive. But did you think, why do you think they pick like older men to fight for them and not younger, more fit men? Because they don't love art. They only pick these men because they were passionate about art in their own way. Mm-hmm. And they are willing to die for the art just so they can save it. So that's yeah, why. Yeah, keep their legacy. And yeah, because a falling drop at last will carve a stone. And that's pretty much a legacy in this whole film. And again, legacy, um, human achievement can be anything. Art, cinema, anything. You can make achievements just as simple as building a family. And that's the whole thing about this film. It's not just for art lovers. It's just for people who love and willing to be passionate for their own little achievements. I'm, I'm, that, that whole conversation was deep. I'm glad you got deep with me. <laughs> well, Keeper, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about the Monuments Men. Thank you very much. I need to talk about it. <laughs> I'm glad you could. It's in theaters now, so please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Eton. And I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope And I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we have just finished speaking with Kiefer about Monuments Men. And we are reviewing the films Nonstop, The Wind Rises, DCU Justice League War, and Three Days to Kill. So right now, we're speaking with Kiefer and Jerry about Justice League War. And Kiefer, can you please tell us about this film? Gladly. Well, the film is about DC's most strongest heroes, such as Batman... Um, cyborg and many other heroes to defeat the evil dark side who's played by Steve Blum and in this film we talk about we learn about teamwork and how we have to set aside differences to work together or else we our planet would be taken over by aliens oh okay that makes sense 
comic book movie. <laughs> yes, true. Because <laughs> I'm not a big comic person, but so I'm I'm a little bit clueless, but not that much. <laughs> okay. So, Jerry, can you tell us a, a little bit more about the superheroes? Well, there are superheroes, and there are superheroes like Superman, Superwoman, um, Bionic Man, I think that's his name, um, uh, Shazam, and there's a whole bunch of others, and they are all pretty amazing. They all have their own way. Also, Batman and Green Lantern, Ooh. which kind of have something big in the movie later. Bus, not gonna spoil it. <laughs> They're all spoil it. They all have to settle their differences to work together to defeat the dark side. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like that message right there goes out to so many people. Like, you have to settle your differences because sometimes you may not like someone and it'd be like, well, we, I don't like you, or we not, we may not get along, but we have to help this person. So let's join teams, guys. So it's all like a fuzzy feeling. <laughs> So, Kiefer, how about the voiceover actors? Shamar Moore, voice of Cyborg, also stars in this film. He also stars in Criminal Minds. So, who yes. Criminal Minds? Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the <laughs> way, I have to get my geek moment back. Um, ah. It's not Bionic Man. It's actually um, Cyborg. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I'm just pulling your leg there. Uh, I do love the voice actors. I feel like they do put a little bit of originality into these characters we've seen before. And that is hard because when you say you have to play Superman or you have to play Batman, you it's most people are like, oh, well, uh, most people are not as open to your voice acting mm-hmm. skills because, well, they are used to like different kind of versions of Batman. We've seen so many versions of these heroes. And when we see them in a different version, we just, well, mo- some fans can be a little bit less open-minded about the voice actors. And I actually enjoyed them. I love Shemar more. Which, that's a tongue twister right there. And mm-hmm. I love his voice acting in Cyborg. I like the tragic tragedy behind these characters. And, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoy the voice acting. I feel like they put their own originality into it. Oh. See, when you're, like, the voiceover actors, like... Because I have seen Batman in several different ways, especially with the voice acting. So I can understand why people would be like, well, I had it this way, so I, I don't really I don't really want to see it any other way. So I, I totally understand. I totally understand those feelings. So, Jerry, how is the animation? You know, the animation, I did not expect this film to be the way it was with animated. But mm-hmm. I loved it. And the animation was normal to the kind of plastically almost but it was normal to the animation kind of like a comic book honestly if you were to think about it mm-hmm. oh well i'm glad you liked it <laughs> so jerry how many stars did you give this film you know i'll give this film about four stars because wonder woman her voice kind of sounded fake at times almost mm. and you know, that's a bummer, but still, it's a great film and extremely positive. Yeah, because all films have their little things that just aren't perfect, so you can't judge. So, Kiefer, what is the age range of this film? Age range, I would say 13 through 18-year-olds, because there is, again, some graphic blood, and to me, unnecessary foul language. Mm. I mean... I understand that foul language is not really necessary in any other film, but yeah. still, when you have an animated picture like this, you kind of feel like, oh, maybe kids can enjoy superheroes, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't mind it so much if it was just constant. I mean, the first 10 minutes of the film was just these kind yeah. of words, and I don't know. It was just unnecessary to me, and I just feel like kids shouldn't see this kind of stuff yet. Yeah, because in some instances, it's not necessarily necessary, but it's like, well, that's what happened in that time period. And then sometimes it's like, no, too much. You overdid it. (laughs) Thank you, Kiefer and Jerry. Justice League is on DVD. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Kiefer Blakesley. And you're listening to Voice America Kids, and today we're reviewing the films The Wind Rises, DCU Justice League War, and Three Days to Kill. So right now, let's continue speaking with Anthony about Three Days to Kill. Thank you for joining us today, Anthony. How are you? You're welcome, and I am good. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you for asking. This film looks really good. Can you please tell us about it? Well, 
This film is all about a retired, well, a old CIA agent who, well, is has only like three to five months to live. So he decides he's going to spend the rest of his time with his daughter. Now, when he goes to meet his daughter, his daughter is already a teenager. And the last time he saw her was when she was five. Um, so he wants to be able to spend as much time as with her as he can. And then he runs into this girl named Vivi. She says that he can... She can give him an experimental drug that can make his life be longer, mm-hmm. but he'd have to join a, a FBI to defeat a guy named the Wolf. The Wolf is selling bombs to many people, mm-hmm. and is just really bad. So he decides he will work for them and goes through a lot of twists and turns, um, Seeing his daughter through many things, learning about her more, also fighting more th- people, and there is a lot of violence. Wow, this film seems very like, whoa, whispa, <laughs> like that's what I think of that film. But what did you think about the movie, like personally? Well, I thought this movie was really good because I really like action movies. Mm-hmm. Now. Some kids, I'm not really sure, would like it only because it does have, like, some foul language and... Mm -hmm. A lot of violence. Yeah, a lot of violence. So, I mean, in my opinion, I really like the movie, but not Mm -hmm. everyone should be able to see it. Yeah, I mean, my favorite type of film is action and adventure because I'm just like, whoa, he's over there and then she's over there and it just gets crazy. So that's, that's what I like about films. And since you said there is a lot of violence, is the violence graphic, or is it, or you can just tell it's violent? Oh, it it is pretty ga- graphic. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, at certain parts, it's a lot because at the very beginning of the movie, they um used an elevator to cut off someone's head. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you don't actually see any blood from that. But um, it can be graphic at some points. Oh, so you're saying there's not a lot of blood and guts, but it's very, it's very... Yeah, not that much, but it's there is still some every once in a while. Yeah, that's, that's how life is, though. So, did, what did you like most about this film? Um, what I liked most about this film was the action and adventure. I mean, like I said before, I love action and adventure movies. Me but too, I, bro. I also thought it was really nice how he was trying to spend the rest of his time as he's alive with his daughter and to get to know her and teach her a few things. I I just really like that part, too. That's good. How many stars do you give this film, Anthony? I'd give this film five out of five stars because this film was just amazing. Mm-hmm. It has amazing amount of action also with a little um comedy in there and real life stories so yeah i mean it just looks like this film would be too actiony for me like I, I have action to a certain point so just saying how about some of the gadgets how would you like the gadgets uh i mean the gadgets were pretty cool but they're like normal ones they had guns Mm-hmm. But they also had something surrounding, like, the very front of the gun to make the shooting sound silent. And they also mm-hmm. used door stops and pretended they were grenades to fool all the other people. Oh. So, I mean, they didn't use that many weapons, but they yeah. did use a good amount of guns. Oh. I love how in films and in TV shows and whatnot, they trick people, but, it like, it's not actually what it seems. Like, it's not actually what it looks as it as it to be so i love that part in films well anthony thank you so much for talking with us today on telling us all about three days to kill you're welcome mm-hmm. it's in theaters now so please check it out everybody let's take a break i'm your co-host brianna hope and i'm your co-host keep blakesley from kids first coming attractions and you're listening to voice america kids if you think you've seen online tv before 
Let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Eva Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hobbiton. You are listening to Voice America Kids, and today we were, we were just talking about the films um, Three Days to Kill, The Monuments Men, Nonstop, and DC Justice League War. Right now, I am talking with Jerry about the new Hayao Miyazaki film, The Wind Rises. How are you doing, Jerry? I'm pretty good. How about you? Fantastic, knowing there's a new Hayao Miyazaki film. So, um, I have thoroughly enjoyed this film, and I, I remember we saw it together at the um, ABC Studios. And um, what did you think about, um, would you tell the people at home what the story is for this film? Well, the story is kind of simple, honestly, but complex at the same time. Yes. So a young boy in Japan during like 20 years before World War II and grows up to be in World War II and he dreams of building planes and he has a dream that, and well, he's sleeping of a famous man telling him he can build planes. Soon he starts building this stream, but some things happen because World War II, planes, it gets complicated. And it's really action-y and kind of intense. He goes through all the crazy things that happens to Japan. Well, you know, stuff like the earthquake, you know, the bombings, all of that. Yeah, Jerry, I love this film's story. It's, it's sort of this simplistic story, but add on to all this obstacles and drama that's with this story. It makes it very nice and very um, sort of complicated, but nothing that nothing too hard for you guys, for people to follow. And this is loosely based off a true story. Um, Nero Harakoshi, he was actually a plane, in, um, plane designer, and he was nearsighted, but... I say loosely because it is fictionalized quite a bit in this film. But, again, it is real-life stuff that's happening, like the 1927 earthquake and all that stuff that's happening. So, love the story. I'm glad it was based off this amazing person. And there, there is quite a few celebrity voice actors, Jerry. What do you think of the voice actors in this film? You know, they did all fantastic and wonderful and fit the parts perfectly. I didn't hear any fake sounds or 
fake comments, if they all played it real, and I probably think how it would have been in the in the real life of him and how it was. It's funny that you say like the the sound was not fake because it did the sound like the planes at us. Like it sounded like actually some uh person actually creating those sound effects in there. Did you catch that? You know, I kind of did, but at the same time, you don't we don't really know exactly what they sounded like a long time ago in the 1920s. Because so who knows? Maybe they were just or maybe there were we don't know. Yes. Well, let's talk about the biggest thing that made this film, the animation. Uh, what did you think about this whole masterpiece of art? <laughs> I thought every scene looked like a beautiful art painting or anything like that, and they just made a whole bunch of paintings and put it together to make an animation. And it was gorgeous, especially after they showed the uh, canvas after it rained. Mm. It was beautiful. Well, it felt like the whole sky was a canvas because the clouds looked like they were actually um, watercolors or like um, pastel, like the the strokes of the brush. It really did, especially with the trees too. And yeah, this animation was absolutely fantastic. What you would expect that from Miyazaki. <laughs> anyway, so um, you're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host Kiefer Blakesley, and I'm your co-host Brianna Hobiton. Today, we were just talking about the films Three Days to Kill, DC Justice League War, The Monuments Men, and Nonstop. Now, we, we are now talking with Jerry on The Wind Rises and how it's a fantastic art piece of um, animation, like the strokes of the brush and the background looks beautiful. Um, Jerry, what did you think about the moral of the story? It's actually quite an interesting moral. You know... It's a complicated film if you think about the moral of the story. And the the moral of the story is believe in your dreams, honestly. Because he worked hard. He believed in his dreams. And he became a genius. He became a legend. And I'm not going to spoil anything about how anything happened. But he became so smart and... Nobody expected him to be able to do anything like that. He was just another kid from a Japanese family in the 1910s, I guess, when he was born, or 1900s. And nobody knew him, but he became somebody big. And that shows that if you work hard and believe in yourself, you can accomplish your dreams. True. And speaking about nobody really knew him, just for those of you who don't know who Hayao Miyazaki is, he is an absolute, he's a genius um, animation director. He's created such classic films as Spirited Away, um, Kiki's Delivery Service, and most people may know Ponyo, which was released um, in America. And what I feel interesting about Hayao Miyazaki's animation is that he uses watercolors and he uses very interesting designs for his characters. And with his morals, they're usually not like good versus evil. It's usually about a character trying to survive in maybe a corrupted place, such as Nyokoshi here, who is kind of like surviving. And even in the moral, it is follow your dream, but I believe that the ending, I'm not going to give that away either, kind of is bittersweet because he he did, he accomplished his goals, but his, his the outcome to his goals didn't is not exactly what it came out to be. Especially in this whole film, there is a romance. And, Jay, will you please talk about what you thought of the romance? Yeah, before I do that, I want to say that the director, the animator, a lot of people call him Japanese Walt Disney. So you can imagine how big he is in Japan and also big in really around the world. He's Japanese, basically Walt Disney. But there is romance in it, and you don't really expect anything for quite a while in the film. But then the earthquake happens, and an event happens that it's like a chain reaction of other events that leads to lots of romance. Not going to spoil anything, but it's pretty big and complicated, like, whoa, what? And I feel like the romance is true in this film. It, it plays a major part in this whole entire film. 
and with this with the story in fact i always thought that um the romance in most stories can be kind of fake especially in animation films i always thought oh you you saw him you took one look at her and then oh i'm instantly in love with you and in this film it really is strong and without this romance i don't think the film would be as strong as it is now because it is a, the romance is very important for this particular character and what did you think of like the designs of the characters as i mentioned you know i i thought it was pretty cool and i thought it was pretty legit honestly because they all look japanese they all dressed like the 1920s they all looked like probably what the real life people look like too which i thought was pretty hard to do considering the 2d animation that looks like paintings but they managed it why well, like that's why i like kai miyazaki because he brings back the 2D animation instead of the usual 3D animation which is still good but I like going back to the old hand drawn animations. And Jerry, what how many stars would you give this and what age range would you give this film to? You know, absolutely I would give this 5 out of 5 stars, but there is one thing and that makes me do half a star off which so I give four and a half stars that is that sometimes the transitions were pretty confusing True. because it trans transition from a scene or a time to another time you're like wait what <laughs> that was a bit confusing but still it was a fantastic film for me Saki's last i think he did a fantastic job and it's going to be around for a long time it's going to be a legendary film like usual and this is i hear Hayao Miyazaki is retiring so this this film was a wonderful closing to a gen- genuine animation director so long live Miyazaki well thank you so much Jerry for talking about the wind rises with me thank you so much for letting me speak to you it was really fun always a pleasure Well, thank you so much for listening to our program. To check out our latest reviews on latest films, go to www.kidsfirst.org. I am your co-host Kiefer Blakesley, and I'm your co-host Brianna Hopeton. And you have been listening to Voice America Kids Network. Thank you. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Channel. Now, you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Kids channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.